0: The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. And they get
1: it right to Murray. Austin looks backward, now dribbles up the floor, gets by his defender. Three on two, jump pass to Coster, takes it inside, lays it up over the front of the rim and in. Cannon Coster would give credit to Murray for making a nice play to get the ball up the floor and get out of
0: that double team. Tonight, the Carney Bearcats welcome in the Omaha West Side Warriors. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Rebound brought down by the Bearcats. Snyder on the run. Outlet pass
1: front court. Spiker layup good. Got shoved in the back and a foul to go along with it.
0: Westside rolls into town off back-to-back wins, while Carney High looks to rebound after a loss last Saturday to Lincoln East. It's the Warriors and Bearcats coming up next. But for this new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Carney High with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. This is Caleb
3: Henry back at the ESPN studios. We apologize for the technical difficulty. We missed a little bit of the first quarter, but we're going to send you up to the old barn with Doug Duda and the boys' game of Omaha
1: West Side and Carney High first quarter right now. One where they can take a Bearcat to the hoop, and right now they're setting it up on Techmeyer and Meeks lost the handle. Out of bounds, it goes. Second turnover for West Side. Two minutes to go. Here in the first quarter. Little token pressure in the backcourt. Carney will push the ball up the floor. Westside got a uh, got a player up to the bench late, and now let's see what happens. The officials are going to decide that they are going to stop and let the substitute come in. So checking in for Westside will be AJ Nolan. He was not at he was not at the table when the ball was inbounded, and they hit the buzzer but it's 6-4 in the first quarter. Seriously? Who cares? Let's just play basketball. I think that's what the fans are saying. Koski is in for Carney. Koski has it at the top of the circle right side as they're trying to pack it in on Koster. Gets it to Techmeyer. Now they'll lob it into Koster, and Koster through his hands, but it's saved to Roseberry for three. He'll fire it immediately. It's no good. Defensive board brought down here by the Warriors and Colin Kirsch. Up to Meeks. Back to Kirsch on the left wing. And Westside's been on four for a while. Techmeyer tips the ball, can't get it. Anthony Meeks drives, missed it. Robinson trying to grab the board and a foul on Westside. Shiloh Robinson with the rebound of the foul on Bennett Hellman. That'll be his second personal foul. Fifth team foul. 120 to go here in the first quarter. It remains 6-4, Carney High. And Zach Ryan back in for the Bearcats. He and Kosky, Roseberry and Cannon Coster and Jake Techmeyer. Into the right corner. Three. Coster on the way. Good. They gave him just a little bit of a scene. And Cannon Coster has seven of the nine points here for Carney High, and they lead it 9-4 after trailing four-two. Seven in a row for the Bearcats. Under a minute to go in the first quarter. Meeks bouncing it on Kosky. Got some room and scored. Anthony Meeks, Anthony Meeks with his second bucket makes it 9-6. As Ryan. Who, 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 Tukoski was in the middle of the passing line, trying to get it to Techmeyer, but they're able to hold it. to Coster, dribbles back out to Tukoski. Roseberry over to Cannon Coster. Back on the baseline, and he gets mauled as he brings it to the hoop. So, two free throws coming up here for Cannon Coster. Three West Side Warriors tried to deny him the baseline, and it'll be the first foul on Joe Clark who had just come into the ball game. Clark is a 6'4 senior. And Cannon Coster will shoot two. First free throws of the game for either team. It's on the way, and it is good. 10-6. Carney by four. And now checking in, Devin Colwell. And getting set to check in, Brad Barth. He would come in for Coster if he makes it. Just 30 seconds to go, so... Coach Boronic wants to give some of his starters a breather before the second quarter, and Coster makes it. So nine in the quarter for Cannon Coster, and Carney is up by a score of eleven to six. And West Side, do they play for one? Unguarded, walking the ball up the floor is Trey Meeks. He'll dribble it in the center circle. They spread the floor. Meeks waiting to take that. Shot to the hoop. It looks like it's just going to be a one-on-one move. He'll drive around Tech Meyer. Has it blocked and a foul going to be called on Devin Koble, who tried to double down. First foul on Coble. And two free throws coming up for Trey Meeks. And so with that, Carney High is going to bring Roseberry and Coster back in because they're going to get another possession. And the first free throw is on the way and good. For Trey Meeks. 11 to 7, Carney. And also coming in for Carney is going to be Zach Tice, a good three point shooter. So he'll come in just in case they don't find who they want. Tice is a good alternate option. Second free throw now for Trey Meeks. It's up and it bounces out no good. Roseberry with the rebound. Six seconds. Tech Meyer down the middle of the floor. Jake bounces off a defender. Forces the shot, but had to and hit it. And that's the end of the quarter. And at the end of the first quarter of play, your score is Carney 13 and Omaha West Side 7. You're listening to Bearcat Basketball on KXPN Carney, K-I-C-S Hastings.
4: The Aurora Cooperative Energy Division handles a full line of premium energy products for all of your agricultural, trucking, and automotive needs. This includes bulk fuel delivery of ethanol blended gasoline, as well as Ruby Fieldmaster premium diesel fuel. Call or stop in your nearest Aurora Cooperative today to order your bulk oil, bulk fuels, and stock up on tubes of grease as you begin preparation for spring fieldwork. For all of your farm's fuel and oil needs, the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities.
1: Along with our producer-engineers, Caleb Henry and Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda here at Kearney High School. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you exciting high school sports. After one, Carney has the lead, 13-7. to And Westside only scored three points over the final six minutes of that first quarter. They jumped out 4-2, bang, bang, with Anthony Meeks Jr. and Anthony Bratton. But Bratton is on the bench with two fouls, and he is not going to start the second quarter here. Coach Nibicek may wait until the second half or until the Bearcats get a bigger lead before he brings him in. Carney gets the ball to start the second quarter. Robinson on the right elbow. Up top, Roseberry, left side of the key. They'll go to Techmeyer. Up top, Coster. He'll take a quick three. It's off the mark, no good. And the rebound brought down by Anthony Meeks. That's his first of the ball game. Carney's one of four, and Omaha Westside, 0 oh of one from beyond the arc. Coster has nine for Carney, and Anthony Meeks Jr. has four for the Warriors. Back on the floor is Alex Lindquist. Down on the post, they'll kick it up. The ball is tipped, but Joe Clark is the only one there. He'll grab it to Meeks on the right block. Coster with a little contact. Meeks will force the jumper. It's too strong. The rebound brought down by Ty Roseberry. Roseberry up to Ryan. He gives it to Robinson. The trailer, but he lost the handle on the way up, and it's no good. Trey Meeks with the rebound, and he wants to run. He'll dish it off to Meeks Jr. He missed the layup. Robinson and Clark fight for it. It's loose. Zach Ryan picks up the loose basketball. One on three, and he's fouled. Trey Meeks with his first personal foul. Sixth team foul. But I believe it's before he got to the bucket. Let's find out. Nope. Two free throws coming up for Zach Ryan. Zach looking for his first point of the ball game. And he'll take the dribble, put it up, and good. Carney has the first point of the second quarter. They're now up seven, 14 to seven. Second free throw. Zach Ryan on the way, and it's good. So Zach hits them both. An eight point lead here for Carney, and they lead it 15 to seven. Again, near capacity crowd. It's toga night for the rowdies, and they've had something to cheer about. West side trying to play off of it, but without Bratton in there, they haven't had much of that inside, so they could go inside, outside. They're relying on the Meeks boys, Trey and Anthony. And they'll rotate it left wing. Colin Kirsch is back in. Rosemary on him and the man-to-man. Rotate it right wing to Frankel. Got it inside. Kirsch is fouled, and he scored. Boy, he was double teamed and somehow got it to crawl over the front of the rim off the glass and in. Tough shot, Colin Kirsch. He's got a chance at a three-point play. It's going to be on Shiloh Robinson, his second. So both of the big guys now have two fouls. And let's see how Coach Beranek chooses to play this. The free throw by Kirsch is on the way. It's in and out, no good. And Robinson will get his second rebound. Off to Zach Ryan, left side of the court. He'll bring it to the wing and give it off there to Techmeyer. Jake brings it high post. He'll take the jumper, and it's off the heel, no good. And oh, Shiloh Robinson just got his third foul. With a freshman mistake in there, they were trying to get him out of the game. Shiloh has to know with two fouls you can't do that. He didn't even go over the back; he just shoved the West Side player, and that is three on Robinson. And I'll tell you what: if West Side brought Bratton back into the game right now, it could change everything. Fifteen to nine, Carney by six. Meeks top of the circle, and a touch foul this time on the Bearcats. Trying to even things out, I think. Jake Techmeyer, his first. Six fouls on Kearney, seven on Westside. It was six to two, now it's seven to six. And Westside will throw it in underneath their own hoop. Meeks to lob it up top, gets it into the hands of Alex Lindquist. Hands it over to Trey Meeks, left wing. They'll go to their point guard, Sam Frankel. Top of the circle. Again, deliberate Lindquist. Over to Meeks. Gets free. Takes the jumper. Anthony is too strong. Roseberry will grab his third rebound. Give it to Techmeyer right down the middle of the floor. He'll run into the defender and lose the basketball. Turnover. Carney High, their third. Up the floor with it is Kirsch. Kirsch didn't have numbers. He'll slow it down and give it off to Junior. Anthony will give it to Trey. Trey and Anthony Meeks out there. The one-two punch right now for this Warrior team. Five and a half to go, second quarter, low scoring, fifteen to nine, and the ball's dropped. It's loose. Coster will pick it up, and Westside gives it right back. Each team with three turnovers. We mentioned early on that the Bearcats didn't want this game to see anybody in the seventies, and we're pretty good on that right now. Fifteen to nine, Carney by six with the ball, but while they have it in their favor, they need to gnaw a few more off here. Get to twenty and twenty-five by halftime. Because it looks like they're going to keep Bratton on the bench and drive again. Coster over the elevation of Anthony Meeks Jr. He'll throw it off the window, and he's got 11, 17-9. to nine. Meeks at the other end. Oh, he walked. Double dribble, whatever you want to call it. The ball took a bad hop. And that'll be turnover number four on west side. And a timeout going to be called here by Coach Brian Nemechek. The number six team in the state has scored nine points in 11 minutes. 17 to 9 in favor of Carney High this time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank
2: It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they they
1: do score update for you at boys basketball. Centura all over Ravenna 21 to 2 on Classic Hits 98 9. But the girls' game was worth the price of admission. Centura beat Ravetta 45 44. Also, the St. Cecilia boys beat Newman tonight 60 to 57. But Newman wins the girls' game 50 to 35. Carney High in a slow-scoring 17-9 lead here with 440 to go in the second quarter over sixth-ranked Omaha Westside. Koster draws the double-team to Ryan, a three in the corner, won't go, and the rebound comes out to Colin Kirsch. Into the front court, he'll find Lindquist. Lindquist is seen back out to Kirsch. The lefty three is way short and out of bounds. Omaha Westside, of 2 on their two three-pointers have both been airballs down here at the open end of the Carney High Gymnasium where the stage is and where the Rowdies are. So they let you know if it hit iron or not. As Techmeyer brings it into the front court, trying to get a double-digit lead. He'll drive. He'll draw contact. And I think they're going to call Jake with a foul, offensive foul on Techmeyer. He was trying hard to get the block and then lost the ball. It's about three times in a row Techmeyer has forced the contact. He's turned it over. And he'll get the charging foul here, his second. And all of a sudden, the team fouls are even. Meeks at the top of the circle for Westside, trying to get something going offensively here into the ball game is AJ Nolan with the dribble, guarded by Koski, way out on the right side. Trey Meeks, 25 feet away. He'll take a couple of dribbles off the screen and roll, throws baseline, couple of nifty passes out for the three-pointer. No good by Nolan. And the ball is saved in, but Techmeyer is the one that grabs it for Carney High. Up the floor to Koski. Back to the trailer, Techmeyer to Coster, Drop set, nothing. Back to Techmeyer. One dribble to Coster. Now he's got an open three, and it's good. 14 for Cannon Coster, and the Bearcats are up by 11, 20 to 9. Three and a half to go before the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Look at the first half stats. Review Carney's girls win, 60 to 51. With Coach Jason Boyd, West Side really struggling offensively without Anthony Bratton in the ballgame. They get it on the post to Meeks, and he will take a nice shot up and in. Finally got it down on the block, and Anthony Meeks was 6 of the 11 now. 20 to 11, three minutes to go and a half. Coster left wing, back to Ryan. Over to Tech by a right side of the key. Coster comes to the right wing and takes it. Koski trying to run through the paint and find a screen or post up. Now Ryan, baseline, left side, finds some room, attacks the glass and scores. Zach got a step on his defender and exploded to the hoop for the first time. They weren't expecting it, and he scores. Four for Ryan, 22-11. to So they'll try it with Kirsch at the other end, and he'll score and get the foul. So Colin Kirsch answers Zach Ryan, and he's got a chance to add a free throw to it. And the foul is on Cannon Coster, his first. And the... Fouls have really changed course here, haven't they? It was six to two West Side, and now it's eight seven Carney. And Trey Clevenger checks into the ball game for Carney High. Free throw, no good, and Koski will get the rebound here for the Bearcats. 22-13 Carney, two and a half to go here in the first half. Roseberry gets it to Clevenger on the right wing to Koski. It's a heck of a baseball trio right there up top to Zach Ryan. Over to Clevenger. Clevenger brings it to the left elbow. Back to Ryan. Roseberry. Meeks trying to sneak in there and poke it away. Back to Clevenger. Deep right-hand corner. And it is poked off of him and out of bounds. Turnover. Bearcats. They're fourth. Clevenger, after it was poked away, had that initial reaction to go for it. And it just clipped his wrist. And out of bounds it went. Two minutes to go before halftime. The Bearcats maintain a nine-point lead. But you just kind of expect Westside to get six points in about 30 seconds. Into Meeks, spins on the left block. Turnaround jumper, too strong. Roseberry pulls down the rebound. Out to Coster, and Carney is going to call a timeout. With a minute 45 to go here, the second quarter of play. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Carney, 22 Westside,
7: 13. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308 236 6437 or 995
1: 4481 today. Omaha West Side starts a three game stretch here against teams that are in that 8 to 9 win plateau. Carney, and then they go home for Billard West and Lincoln North Star. They've won two in a row. They're thinking five in a row, but right now Carney has the better of it against the sixth ranked Warriors. Jake Techbeyer will have the basketball out of the Bearcat timeout. Over to Cannon-Coster. He'll try a deep three. That one is short, and then it goes over the backboard and out of bounds. One of those shots, it goes. Everybody's fired up. It's a dozen-point lead. It doesn't go. Now West Side can cut it to seven with a bucket or even six with a three. A minute 20 to go here in the first half. Meeks thought about the three, but Trey gives it off to Anthony. Over on the right side to Sam Frankel. Frankel back up top to Kirsch. Inside, nice give and go. turnaround jumper up and in. Anthony Meeks from five feet. He's got eight of the 15, and the lead is down to seven with a minute to go here before halftime. Don't forget, our action is also online at platriverpreps.com. Coster drives baseline, ran out of room to Techmeyer, out to Roseberry, tie for three. He missed it. Nobody boxed him out, and he'll hit the follow. Ty Roseberry with his first bucket on the follow of the missed three. And it's 24-15, and that's what Coach Boronic is going to love to see is the extra hustle from his ball club. Again, we're online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Looks like they want to hold for the last shot. And then they're gonna call a timeout here to set up a play. So this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 23 seconds to go in the half. Carney 24, West Side 15.
6: Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club. Whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine.
1: And welcome back to Carney High. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein and all the fine folks for allowing us to bring you High school basketball here tonight. We are down to 23 seconds to go in the first half. 24-15. Carney with the lead over sixth-ranked Omaha West Side. West Side called the timeout to set up a play, and somebody's got to go throw it in, and that somebody will be Sam Frankel. Just toss it in to an uncontested, uncovered Trey Marks. Marks will just hold the ball 20 seconds. Overload right side here. Last time it was just. Meeks and Meeks thinking about driving in. Trey trying to work off the screen into the paint goes backside. Anthony's there lays it up over Coster and scores. Still time on the floor: three seconds, two seconds. Clevenger to Koski off balance three, no good, and we're at halftime. Carney 24 at Omaha West 17. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up next here on ESPN Radio. A look at your first half stats. Score updates. A recap of the Carney girls' win over West Side tonight. It's all coming up after this timeout.
8: Oh, I can't believe it! Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramson will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
1: Senior The routine was choreographed and taught by senior and Sarah And now, welcome to the floor. And welcome to Carney High School, High School our and our Ravetta Sanitation pass. halftime report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At the half. The Carney Boys with a 24-17 lead over sixth ranked Omaha West Side. We'll take a look at the first half stats coming your way in just a little bit. Remind you that other basketball on our airwaves and platriverpreps.com tonight includes Centura Ravenna. The girls game was a one-pointer. Centura over Ravenna, 45-44. And earlier tonight on 1230 KHAS, the St. Cecilia Boys handed Wahoo Newman their first loss of the year and avenged a loss from the first weekend, 60 to 57. To advance to the Centennial Conference finals tomorrow, and the Newman girls beat Saint Cecilia, fifty to thirty-five. Earlier tonight, here at Kearney High, the Bearcat girls got the doubleheader off on the right foot with a sixty to fifty-one win over sixth-ranked Omaha West Side, dropping the Warriors to thirteen and four. And Carney is now nine and six. And Coach Jason Boyd joins us here at halftime. And
9: Coach, I told you no worries, man. No worries tonight for your ball. Yeah, club. I mean. Thank you. I, I, I definitely was a little worried going in, playing a sixth-ranked team in the state, um, but but we played well tonight.
1: You got off to another good first quarter here this evening, and then you kind of kept it going. The second quarter mirrored a lot of those second quarters you have when you have a good first quarter, but it was good enough that it was a one-point game at half.
9: Right, yeah. We've had a few of those kind of four-point second-quarter type things, What do we have 10 or so tonight, 10 tonight then, yeah. so. Yeah, so you know we a lot better than four, a lot better two or four like we've had a couple times. So uh, down one at the half, definitely felt at halftime. We talked to the kids and felt like we, uh, you know, we really felt like we, we. I felt like we were the better team at halftime. You know, we're down one, but we we felt like we were missing lots of easy shots and just getting your team to believe that isn't always isn't always easy. But I really felt we were the better team at halftime. Um, talked to him about that, and then came out and, and hit some shots at the start of the third quarter to, to get a lead, and it's always easier to play with a lead.
1: We've talked about people finding out that they're doubling or even doubling and shading on Skylar Snyder uh, during some of the rough patches that you had offensively, and Skylar found a way to break free and score some transition buckets tonight, but she did get some of that help, especially early on. I mean, you don't need 10 in the first quarter, but Lauren comes out and gets a couple of buckets for you, and then that's the second quarter where you didn't get a lot. The rest of the team only had three. Then Moran comes up big tonight. She had a big night on the boards, blocking right. shots, making free throws.
9: Right, yeah, and defending 50 and getting 50 in foul trouble is huge for us tonight, too. I mean, our plan tonight basically was set ball screens with the 50s man. I mean, let's get her out of the lane. Let's get her in foul trouble. Let's make her defend a little bit away from the basket and attack. And We probably didn't do as good a job as we wanted to with that, but but we did get her in foul trouble, and that hurt them because, because she's a good, she's a great player, and uh, and I thought that was the key to the game, really. I mean, getting her in some foul trouble, and and then uh, we kind of kind of ran a little junk defense, kind of. I don't basically had three in a man and two in like a one-one zone Omaha Benson game from two years ago is what we did, and so we tried to do that tonight a little bit, and and it and it, and it paid off. It helped. We should have it. We've been having a hard time getting stops. and in games against good teams, and so our zone, we're not getting enough stops, and our man, we're not getting enough stops, and so tonight we went with something a little different.
1: Talk a little bit about the defense Kelsey Clark played tonight. She was on Weideman uh, Even in the junk, she was kind of the key component uh, out there tonight, and Weideman ended up with 18 points, but she was 8 of 8 at the line. Here's a kid that's averaging 17 in a game, so she didn't go crazy on you tonight.
9: Right. I, you know, Kelsey Clark, not the quickest of foot, but knows how to play defense. You know, just knows how to move her feet, knows how to contain the dribble. And, and you know, so I think some people were like, why why are you putting, the, you know, your, your slow point guard on, your, on the, one of their best players? Because Kelsey Clark's a great defender. And she, and she does a lot of good things for us. And tonight you can tell moves her feet well, contain her. And she earned, I mean, she had to earn those 18. And you're right, a lot of them were from the line as well.
1: well we're talking with head coach Jason Boyd after the 60-51 to win over Omaha Westside tonight. You shot free throws extremely well until you wanted to just put this thing away and right. struggle a little bit in the fourth quarter. So my point there is, and we joked a little bit about it before the ball game, the games that I've seen, you usually play 24 minutes of really good basketball. It might be one quarter. It might be two stretches. Right. And you played closer to 32 tonight, but you still, I'm, you still have stuff to work on, which every <laughs> yeah. coach would say, whether you're oprah or undefeated.
9: Right. Yeah. At the very end of the game, I yeah. Obviously, we missed some free throws down the stretch where we thought we could extend it. We made. We made. Even defensively, we weren't contesting the three point shot a couple times in a row where obviously we got to get up and contest. And always have flashbacks to games where we've lost close games and really the Miller West game from, from a few years ago in districts when we're up twelve late and, and losing um, because of that same thing. And so we talked about that after the game. You know, taking care of those type of things late in games. You can't allow teams to just come down and, and shoot threes. You got to let them drive, and then can't foul them when they drive. We even did that once, too, you know. And so uh, just those situations, you're definitely learning, you know, teachable moments in this game tonight.
1: You destroyed Lincoln High at their place last year, one of those 50-point type of wins. Uh, they're struggling a little bit. They got four wins. Uh, how do you make sure that the team doesn't lose any of the energy that you expended tonight and, and get the ball rolling again here?
9: I mean, they're definitely better than they've been. You know, they got six-two posts that can defend. Probably will, will pricey box in one. We actually saw a diamond in one to start the third, the, the second half tonight. They were in a diamond and one on us for a little bit. We've we've a few, we've seen it enough. We've got a few sets we run against it now. We go to it right away. Uh, but Lincoln High, you know, tomorrow in the shoot-around, we'll just talk. I think the easiest way to do that is just talk about Lincoln High, talk about what they do, talk about our game plan. And don't talk about the fact that they've only won four games. You know, I mean, I just don't think you mention it. You just talk about the game plan, so that's our focus.
1: All right, Coach, we'll see you tomorrow. Great win tonight. All right, thanks for the coverage. Thanks for coming up. Head coach Jason Boyd of the Carney Lady Bearcats. Let's take a look now at the first half numbers of our boys game, which Carney High leads 24 to 17. Colin Kirsch, four points, two rebounds. Oh. Bennett Hellman has one rebound. Trey Meeks, 1.1 rebound. Anthony Meeks Jr. leads the way with 10 points, one rebound. And Anthony Bratton, early foul trouble, two points, one rebound. 17 points, six rebounds, one of four from the free throw line for Westside, 0 of three from three-point land, and four turnovers. Foul situation, Bennett Hellman and Anthony Bratton have two apiece. For Carney High here in the first half, Zach Ryan, has four points, one rebound. Jake Techmeyer, two points and a rebound. Ryan Koski, a rebound. Shiloh Robinson, two points, two rebounds. Ty Roseberry, two points and a game-high five rebounds. And Cannon Coster has 14 points to lead all scores in the basketball game and one rebound. 24 points, 11 rebounds. Carney High is four out of four at the free throw line. They are two of eight from three-point land. And four turnovers. Foul situation. Shiloh Robinson with three. Jake Techmeyer with two. And at the half, nine and five Kearney leads sixth rank ten and six Omaha West Side, 24 to 17. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report for quality dependable trash hauling service for your farm home of business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman Main, Costler, and Cottle.
1: And welcome back to uh, High School Hoops, our Seeds to Success, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed Dealer. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed Dealer, science with service, delivering success. And it will be Omaha Westside to get the ball to start the third quarter, and they immediately come outside to Anthony Bratton, cut it inside for a layup, Trey Meeks. And that's going to be the success, seeds of success. It's going to be both sides. It's all about Anthony Bratton, who didn't play the entire second quarter, had two early fouls in this game, the 6'6 junior that have many people looking at him to play. Techmeyer for three. It's off the mark, no good. And the rebound is brought down by Alex Lindquist. Carney cannot afford to let the Warriors get out of the gate quickly, and they do a three-pointer and then a foul away from the basketball, and I think the foul's on Carney. A three-pointer knocked down by Alex Lindquist, the first three of the game for Westside. And then a foul on Carney's Ty Roseberry, his second, trying to box out Bratton. And this could be seven points or more in about 30 seconds. 24-22. And right back to Westside, down to Bratton. They double-team him. He tries to wrap around. It's deflected away by Koski, who is going to start the second half here for Shadow Robinson. He's got three fouls, and Carney's going to bring in for the first time Jake Scala. He's 6'5", but just a sophomore. And you have not got a lineup that Coach Drake Moronic would have thought would have been on the floor at the beginning of the year. Inbounds comes to Frankel. Up top, starting to drive, having it hooked away. Coster Coster comes away with the steal. Coster one-on-one, puts it up, and a foul. Couldn't hear the whistle for the crowd, but there is a foul on Alex Lindquist his second, and the team's first. So a great start here by West Side, getting five points and had the basketball, but turned it over. So Cannon Coster, two of two at the line, 14 points, will go to the charity stripe here and try and get two to stem the tide here for Westside. The free throw is up, and it is short, no good. Ryan Kosky, Zach Ryan, along with... Jake Scala, Jake Techmeyer, and at the line, Cannon Coster. Second free throw by Cannon on the way, and missed that one. And then a cheap foul called on Carney. I think they're trying to make it up. Bratton had the rebound, and they just called Scala over the back. That'll be the first on Jake and Anthony Bratton with just his second rebound because of the early foul problems. A minute into the second half, and it's 24-22 Bearcats, but... West side has Anthony Bratton back in. On the right wing, they'll get it into the hands of Frankel. Up top, they'll get the ball to Mark Meeks. Meeks will hold it and give it back to Markle, trying to open up that lane off the screen. Bratton comes out top, lobs it underneath. Meeks got it, scored. Two Carney Bearcats floated right by him, and Anthony Meeks now has a dozen points, and we are tied at 24 on a 7-0 run in 90 seconds. We talked about it in the first half. And it starts the second half here with Koster on the right wing. Tries to dribble, got it off his foot, picked it back up. Bounce pass into Koski in the lane, puts it up and in and draws the foul. The ball got away from him, but he was able to corral it again. And a chance at a three-point play here for the junior, Ryan Koski. That's his first bucket of the ball game. And the foul is called on Trey Meeks, his second. Carney would love to get a third one here on Anthony Bratton and at least make him timid again for a minute or two if they leave him in. Koski's free throw on the way, and it is no good. Long rebound, and it is going to be saved nicely by Trey Meeks. Techmeyer just thought it was going to go out of bounds, and Meeks snuck around him and shuffled it back in. 26-24, Bearcats, 6-10 to go, third quarter. Frankel gives it off to Meeks. Trey off the screen, pick and roll down to Bratton. Against Scala, back to the cutter, and it's going to be missed on the layup that time by Kirsch. Ball loose, Kirsch dives on it and saves it. Good hustle by Kirsch, and a layup is good on the backside by Trey Meeks. Outstanding ball movement there by Westside, and this is what Coach Nemechek was looking for. Zach Ryan up top to Coster, over to Techmeyer. 26 all, 540 to go. Techmeyer here in the third quarter, Coster left corner, and the three pointer is good. Yeah. That's the offense that Kearney has right now is Cannon Coster. He has his second, make it third three. He's the only one that's hit a three in the game for Kearney. 29-26, he's got 17 points. And Carney just has to keep the lead. Don't let it get away. Figure out how to guard Bratton. Up top, Meeks. Working on the younger Scala. Out for three, trying to answer. No good by Trey Meeks. Rebound by Koski. Koski with the outlet pass. They'll run it but don't have numbers. Ryan now starts to drive. Left baseline. Cut there by Frankel and then tries to kick it back out and it goes into the backcourt over and back. So the fifth turnover for the Bearcats. Each team with one of the quarter. Each team with five in a game. Pretty intense first three minutes here to the third quarter. Carney knows what Westside is capable of and Westside just has to expect that they're going to go on a run and they did a 7 0 run to start the quarter. Anthony makes top of the circle into Bratton, a six foot leaner and in. Used a lot of the rim, but Bratton gets his second bucket into the ballgame. 29 28, Carney. Tech Meyer, front court, right wing. Again, the Bearcats playing their fourth game without Austin Murray with the old planter fascist foot injury, the same thing that. They had with quarterback Peyton Manning. They try to steal it from Ryan. They don't get it, so it is a five on three, and he gets it underneath to Scala. His layup is no good, but a foul on Colin Kirsch, who took the overhead volleyball spike swing at it, and an easy foul call. It'll be his first, and now the sophomore, Jake Scala, can help his team out by hitting some free throws. Carney already 0 of 3 at the line in this quarter. Scala's free throw, in and out, no good. Koski missed one, Coster missed two, Scala's missed one. See if he can knock down the second one, and if he does, Shiloh Robinson will be back in. And it's all the way around and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Bratton, and a chance for Westside to take their first lead since it was 4-2. to two. High post, top of the key now, it's going to be Meeks. Hands it off to Frankel. Bratton at the top of the circle. They're actually doing a lot with Anthony outside of the paint. Draws the double team. Falls to the floor, so they'll hold the ball out front. Five-second count on. Give it to the right-hand corner to Kirsch. Guarded by Coster. Kirsch, back round pass. Gives it to Meeks. Missed it. Follow. Good. Great pass that time to Anthony Meeks, who now has 14. Missed it, then got his own rebound because they doubled on the drive. And Kirsch just threw it back over his shoulder, 30 to 29, and West Side back on top. They've erased that seven-point deficit. Coster, tough shot, one hand off the glass and in. Tip your hat there if you're Omaha West Side. They'll let him shoot that all day long. West Side wastes no time getting into the paint. They get it to the big fella, Bratton. Turnaround jumper from 10, got it. Anthony Bratton with back-to-back makes it 32-31. Tough to defend that for the Bearcats. They don't have anybody height-wise that can match up. Robinson, a freshman against that junior. Ryan for three, but it clanks off the front of the rim. No good. Bratton gets the rebound. Anthony's starting to get into the flow of the game at the other end. It is up. It is in. A foul. And a chance for a three-point play for Colin Kirsch. Originally, I thought the whistle was going to be for a goaltending, but they will call the foul on Cannon Coster. And a timeout for Carney High because right now the tide has turned to West Side. It was 24-17 Carney at the half. And Westside has scored 17 points in five minutes. And they lead it 34-31 with 257 to go in the third quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
0: It's a new day here at Long John Silvers.
1: Welcome back to the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast booth. Chance to complete a three-point play here for Colin Kirsch. He's 0 of 2 at the line. All on three-point play opportunities, and he missed another one. So he's been fouled on three made buckets, but he's missed every free throw, and Koski will grab the rebound. 34-31 West Side now leads with 2.45 to go in the third quarter. Jake Techmeyer, low 1-4. Robinson's back in the game. Koski, Koster, and Zach Ryan, who has it on the weak side. Brings it to the top of the circle, and then his foot gave out. And he will fall to the floor. And Just an unfortunate thing that happened there to Zach Ryan. See if his dad can buy him some new shoes so he don't slip next week or tomorrow night when they play Lincoln High, which you'll hear here on ESPN Radio. But the Bearcats, they, they withstood that first run, but now they've got to find some offense because West Side is going to score. With the big fella in there, backing his way in over Robinson and another bucket for Anthony Bratton. And Robinson, a freshman, has to be careful not to get the fourth foul. And Westside knows it. It's a five-point lead for Westside, 36-31. We talked about our seats to success to start the third quarter, and we just said, Anthony Bratton, that's all you needed to know. And it is what has gotten Westside back in. He hasn't scored them all, but his presence on the floor has changed this game. Cannon Coster needs some help offensively, too. Techmeyer back up top to Ryan, back over to Roseberry three-point land, couple of dribbles, now lobs it for a backdoor alley-oop, and it didn't hit that time for Cannon Coster. He hit the rim, the rebound to Meeks, two-on-one, back to Anthony, the layup is good. That backdoor alley-oop has worked a lot, but not there. Now Coster got free, and he'll try to jam it, and it is blocked. Anthony Bratton went in with a college move and blocked the attempt to dunk, and it goes out of bounds to Carney High. Initially, the official pointed the wrong way, but he gets it right. 38-31. Seven-point lead now by Westside. 21 points in the quarter. Carney High has been held to seven. Inbounds pass comes to Koster, trying to post up Tech Meyer, but the bounce pass is easily stolen away by Anthony Meeks, and he'll push it right down the middle of the floor, lobbed to Bratton, but they boxed him out, knocked away, Meeks grabbed it back to Bratton, and he'll score. They're just all over the place right now, eight in the quarter for Bratton, and it's 40-31. to 31. So from an 11-point deficit to a nine-point lead, it was 20-9 since then, a 31-10 run. Coster right baseline, back up to Robinson. The awkward-looking three is good. A lot of good shooters have an awkward-looking three, but Shiloh knocks that down. His second bucket of the ball game, the fourth three of the game, and Carney High breaks that long run from west side. 40 to 34, Warriors, 40 seconds to go here in quarter number three. They'll get it to Trey Meeks, and they're going to hold the ball. They've done it at the end of every quarter. Zach Ryan trying to get a five-second count on. Now backs off. Carney content to just let him dribble it out here and run the last play, see if they can make a good play defensively. 18, still holding. Trey Meek says, let's get set now, and here we go with 12. Dribble to the right side. Into the corner they go to Frankel. Frankel lobs it into the big fella who goes up with the right hand. Missed it. Tip shot. Missed it. Robinson gets the rebound. It's stolen away. And a 30-footer at the corner is good, but they wave it off. They wave it off after the bucket. They wave it off after the bucket. It would have been a 30-footer that was all net. Waved off after the bucket. And at the end of the third quarter of play, it is now west side 40. Carney 34 here on KXPN, and Carney, KICS Hastings and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
10: With our producer engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm
1: Doug Duda here on ESPN Radio. Go. Going to the fourth quarter, Carney will get the ball, but now trailing by six. A 20 point turnaround in this game. Bearcats were up seven at the half, and 23 points for Westside to 10 for Carney. has changed it 40 to 34. But now everybody back in there. Tech Meyer drives, kicks it into the corner. Coster, a quick three. It was well contested. It's no good. Anthony Bratton, his sixth rebound here in the quarter. Cannon Coster, 19 for Kearney. Anthony Meeks, Jr., 16, and Anthony Bratton, 10. Those are the big two for Westside. And Meeks comes in. He's got room. Missed it, but the follow, and now they're getting all the rebounds, too. Kearney has become a little intimidated after doing a good job on the boards early. 42-34. Back over to Shiloh Robinson. Kicks it out top to Zach Ryan. Tech Techmeyer, tries the right baseline, runs out of room, up top to Roseberry. Roseberry tries a three, but it hits the front of the rim, no good. And another board brought down by Bratton. He's had seven here in nine minutes of play in the second half. Again, he only played about three minutes in the first half, got two fouls early. They sat him the rest of the way. 42-34, a chance now to extend the lead. For West Side. Left wing to Colin Kirsch. Into Bratton. Triple team. He walked with the basketball. They don't call it, but it is stolen away. Roseberry up to Coster, one-on-one. Canner takes his time and scores. Yes, so 21 for Cannon Coster, and it's 42 to 36. Trey Meeks was either going to take a charge or try and block it, and Coster just stuttered the dribble enough to get the advantage and score. A six-point game. Bratton, top of the circle now. Swings it right side to Kirsch against the man-to-man for Carney. Back up top, they'll go to Meeks. Anthony Meeks holds the ball. He wants to get it to Frankel, but Ryan's denying it, so he drives, kicks it out of the wing to Trey. Right elbow Trey into the paint, goes all the way over Coster. No good. Shiloh Robinson hangs in the air, grabs his fourth rebound, and gives it to Techmeyer. Jake pushes it up the floor, sees a seam in the corner. Roseberry for three. No and then two West Side players run together and nearly traveled with a basketball, but didn't. And Trey Meeks will pick up the loose ball. Over to Anthony down the middle, floats down the lane, no good. Roseberry out, tips him for the basketball, has his sixth rebound. To Coster, Coster to the high post, they poke it away, no foul, and it's going to be an outlet the other way, going in and scoring is Trey Meeks. And we have got a timeout called here by West Side. Carney had a couple of chances to cut it to four. Instead, they're now down by eight, a rare transition bucket off the steal with 5.24 to go in the ball game. West side 44, Kearney 36. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank the aurora
4: cooperative energy division handles a full line of premium energy products for all of your agricultural trucking and automotive needs this includes bulk fuel delivery of ethanol blended gasoline as well as ruby Fieldmaster premium diesel fuel call or stop in your nearest aurora cooperative today to order your bulk oil bulk fuels and stock up on tubes of grease as you begin preparation for spring field work for all of your farm's fuel and oil needs the aurora cooperative growing opportunities
1: Doug Duda back with you here at Kearney High. 5.24 to go in a game. Kearney ball, but they trail 44-36, and you get the feeling if Westside can just stay disciplined here on the road, they have the five out there that can win this basketball game after being down by 11 in the first half. Kearney will continue to battle, but they're going to need some help. Techmeyer takes it in and draws a blocking foul. The shot is up too strong, and Trey Meeks with his third personal foul. Only the fourth foul of the half on West Side. Carney's been called for three, and at the line to shoot two is Jake Techmeyer, who has one bucket in the ball game and just hasn't been able to get going offensively so far tonight. And the lefty will put the free throw up and in. Third point for Jake, and that snaps a string of five straight missed free throws. Carney didn't help themselves in the third quarter when they went 0 for five. Of course, Westside hasn't done much better. They're one for five. Second free throw up and got them both. So four points now for Techmeyer, 44-38. Carney tries to put some pressure onto the backcourt. Trey Meeks works his way across the timeline and then just stops with a dribble. Five minutes to go in a game and a six-point Warrior lead. Techmeyer on Meeks trying to avoid the screen. Anthony Bratton up top. Over on the right wing, we were talking with Coach Bill Gavers of Hastings. He says, boy, he's a player. He's right. Bratton takes it into Robinson, and Robinson gets tied up and called for the fourth foul. Tough call on Shiloh. He blocked the shot, but the foul came before that. Robinson, foul, and two free throws coming up for Anthony Bratton. He has not been to the line. Shiloh Robinson now with four fouls. It was a tough call against Shiloh, but it was probably the right call because when Bratton initially bumped into him and got him out of position, and when he turned, Shiloh was out of position. Free throw, good. 43, excuse me, 45, 38. A seven point lead for the Warriors. Carney's got to drain a couple of bombs. They've got to force some turnovers. Tough to do against this West Side team. Second free throw on the way, and he calmly sinks them both. Something the coaches at the next level always love to see. Hit those fundamentals. Roseberry with it on the right side. Over to Ryan, to Kosky. Back up top to Techmeyer. And right now, Cannon Coster is on the bench. Shiloh Robinson, right wing. Kosky open in the lane. Drives, missed the layup. Some contact, no good. Then out of bounds off Carney. And you do not hear the West Side fans complaining anymore, I'll tell you that. They were up in arms in the first quarter of this game. And, of course, two fouls were called on Bratton, and that fueled the fire. But we've had it much more even since then. More fouls have been called on Kearney. Checking in for the Bearcats will be Devin Coble. He played a little bit in the first half. But it's an eight-point West Side lead, and they have the ball. And they lob it to Bratton on the baseline. He will not score, but he will foul. And Carney didn't stay on him. They saw that long outlet and forgot where Bratton was, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. Coble will pick up his second personal foul. And it's hard to watch for some of the youngsters right now, but it can only build the program in the future. Some tough lessons tonight for a couple of the sophomores and freshmen. Bratton's free throw good. 47-38, equaling the largest lead of the ball game for Omaha Westside. 4 20 to go. Again, they're home against Lincoln High tomorrow night. With the Bearcats trying to avoid a 1 and 3 stretch here. And again, without Austin Murray, who definitely would have helped guard Bratton a little bit tonight. Second free throw is good as well. 48 38. Carney down 10. 4 10 to go. Coster back in. Techmeyer Ryan, Koski. They kick it into the corner. Roseberry for three. It's blocked and out of bounds. It's going to belong to Carney because Colin Kirsch came down with it out of bounds. And now checking in Zach Tice. As we said earlier, he's a three-point threat. And Coach baronic has got to believe now he's got to start getting some threes to fall. The Bearcats are four of 15, three of the threes by Koster. The other one by Shadow Robinson, who's on the bench with four fouls. Zach Tice with it, out to midcourt to Techmeyer. 3.50 to go, 48-38 west side. Techmeyer pull up three, top of the key, off the heel, and no white jerseys to rebound, and it'll be pulled down by Bratton. That is his eighth board of the half. And you just, the feeling's there. You can tell it in the gym. Bratton on the post on Roseberry, underneath him, made him work, and he missed the layup, and the rebound's gonna be brought down by Cannon Coster. Up to Ryan, picks his dribble up, needs some help, lobs it back out top. It's going to go into the backcourt, and it's turned over. Coster saved it, but he had to flip it over his head. The ninth turnover here for the Bearcats. And they've been on 38 for a while. Only four points in the quarter for Carney, And Westside could spread the floor a little bit if they wanted to. Underneath, Meeks scores. Nice back cut, and Anthony Meeks with 18, Make it 20 points now to lead the way for Westside. And the lead just continues to grow. Westside just more athletic. And the Bearcats don't have the answer tonight. Coster in the right-hand corner to Roseberry. Back out to Ryan. Over to Techmeyer. One dribble back to Ryan. Nowhere to drive. Over to Tice. Great defense for Westside. Ryan uses the dribble up to Jake again. Techmeyer trying to make a move. Meeks is right on him. Jake needs some help. Might just end up shooting it. Swings it over to Coster, Free for three, but it's short. And Carney is ice cold. Rebound brought down by who else? The big fellow Bratton. And a foul going to be called. Or do we have an injury? Looks like one of the west side players may have bit his lip here in Trey Meek, so they stop play. 50-38 to with 2.18 to go here in the fourth quarter. West side. 2.18 to go. All kinds of subs coming back in. Robinson's back in there. Over to Ryan. Oh, they do call the foul. So it is on Ryan, his first. Sixth team foul. On Kearney High. Thought they had just called it for blood because they hadn't indicated a foul, but now they do, and Westside with the ball. try to lob it in. Robinson almost had the steal. Couldn't get it. Now Bratton drives in. Takes two steps. Flips it over his head to Kirch, and he's fouled. Collin will go to the line, and West Side for the first time tonight. Starting to have some fun. They know that if they turn it over once, it's first not going to matter. For and we may see a Thunder dunk here before the end of the game, just to kind of put an exclamation point on it. The foul was called on Coster, his second. And at the line to shoot two, Kirsch, he's had his problems, but finally makes one. He was 0 of three. He's got seven points. Back in Roseberry and Zach Tice for the Bearcats. Carney was up 31-30. 21 to seven runs since that time. Second free throw, Colin Kirsch. Lefty didn't get it, and the rebound, Coster. Cannon will grab his third board and give it off to Meyer Into the front court to Tice, thought about the three, decided not to take it inside to Coster, makes room, puts it up, in, and a foul. Cannon was double-teamed and made his own room, and Cannon now with 23 in the game, and he'll go to the line to try and complete the three-point play. And Costa ready to put it up off the foul of Anthony Meeks Jr., his first. Don't forget the New West Post game show coming up. Centura beat the Ravetta boys tonight 57-21. The girls won by one, 45-44. Costa's free throw is good. A great night for Cannon, but you can see if you got a kid that scores 24 and you only got 41... That's not good, and here's Hustle by Koski, but he was out of bounds trying to steal the basketball right by the Rowdies. And Mr. Brian Shaw going to catch a little heat over there, but great Hustle, and they turn that into positive. Ball into Bratton. He wants to take it at Shiloh Robinson. Stopped on the baseline. Robinson knocks it away, and Carney will get the steal. Up ahead, Coster tries to scoop it to Ryan, and the ball is deflected away from behind, and Carney gives it right back. Those are the things that Carney would have needed a chance to cut it to eight there with a minute 45, but instead they turn it over and then commit the personal foul. And we'll go to the line and shoot a one-and-one one here. Coster with the third foul. And at the line to shoot the one-and-one one is going to be Trey Meeks. And so Kearney at home against the Millard Norths, the Creighton Preps, the West Side. You can definitely see the athleticism. And at the line, Trey Meeks to shoot a one and one. He's one of two at the line. He's got seven points. And the senior guard puts it up and in. 141 remains before the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats. We'll catch up with Coach Moranek. Run down some scores from around the state on this Friday night, and then we're back here tomorrow for Lincoln High. Doubleheader at 515. Second free throw, good. Meeks will knock him down. 53 to 41. 36 second-half points here for West Side. Carney with 17. Techmeyer trying to drive, then kick it into the corner. Ryan for three, finally. One goes down, and Carney calls a timeout. The Bearcats have been 0-5 in the corner, and Ryan... That was seven points in the ball game, and Carney will call a timeout. They've got two remaining. 132 remains in the basketball game. West Side 53, Carney 44. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
10: Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to BuzzesMarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzzes Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney.
1: Another Class A boys action tonight. Lincoln East beat Bellevue West 59-53. On the inbound pass here, they'll get it into Meeks. Knocked away Techmeyer from behind. Meeks just sprinting down the floor, caught up with it. And it's keep-away time. And a foul here. Techmeyer and Kirsch. Kirsch threw an arm. Let's not do that anymore. And that'll be foul number three on Jake Techmeyer. Colin Kirsch will go to the line. To shoot a one and one It's the ninth team foul. Everybody else kind of laughing it off, shaking it off, saying don't do it anymore. Kirsch one of five at the line. Front end of the one and one A minute. 24 to go. The lefty puts it up and it is good. He'll draw the bonus. Eight points now. 54-44. Carney gets Roseberry and Ties in, Robinson and Koski out. Minute 24 to go. Westside trying to close the deal, hitting their free throws, and they're doing it here in the fourth. And both free throws are good. Eight, nine out of ten here in the fourth quarter for Westside. 55-44. They were one of five coming into the quarter. Ball knocked out of Techmeyer's hands by Frankel. And Carney's going to burn another timeout here. That'll leave them with just one, a minute 19 to go in a basketball game, 55-44, Bearcats trail by 11, this time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
2: It's the dream of every American, your own home, and TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do.
1: Welcome back to High School Hoops here at Kearney High. As always, a big thanks to our sponsors. Carney trying to get it in. Off the screen, Coster fakes the three. Defender flies by, and then Cannon drills the three. 55-47, eight-point game with a minute ten to go. Full court pressure and trouble getting it in, so West Side will burn a timeout. And they will have one remaining with one oh five to go here in the contest. 55-47 in favor of West Side. We'll take another break. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank.
7: When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. Carney trying to extend the basketball game
1: here. Cannon Coster hitting the three, and then the pressure forcing a timeout by Westside. Coster now has eight in the fourth quarter and 27 game-high points. Anthony Meeks has 20 for Omaha Westside, Anthony Branton has 14, a dozen of those in the second half. 55-47, Omaha Westside with a minute five to go in the ballgame. And Carney High will again try and slap that pressure on and create a turnover. They have forced one turnover in the last couple of minutes, but then gave it right back. So to throw it in will be Colin Kirsch. Robinson to guard the inbound, and they'll find Meeks in the backcourt. Tries to step through. The double team does. Now they have numbers two on one. Bratton lobs it up, and the layup is finished at the other end by Anthony Meeks, who now has 22. 57-47, 55 seconds. Techmeyer fires the three. It's short. Rebound. Robinson can't quite save it despite the good hustle. And out of bounds to Omaha West Side. 48 seconds to go. Try the home run ball. It's underthrown. Koski commits the foul. You can't tell me Westside's not trying to get it to Branton to do a sports center highlight. 360 inverted tomahawk. Some kind of dunk down there. And Koski turned around. Kind of looked over his shoulder because they were yelling that the ball was underthrown. And while he did that, he committed the foul. Bratton, four fourth the line, all here in the fourth quarter, where Westside is 9 of 10 in this fourth quarter. And the first free throw of two is good. 58-47. So Carney had cut it to eight with a chance to get it to six, but just not in the cards tonight. And again, you have to wonder. And you can't, you can't wonder. You can't think about it. But Kearney playing without two of their top players here tonight. I know Waller's been out, but Bearcats just don't have the firepower as the second free throw is good by Bratton. 59-47, Techmeyer. Over to Roseberry, trying to get the first look. Tice, ball fake, got his man in the air. And then his foul, Bratton from behind. Bratton wanted to swat it into the parking lot. But Tice went around him. And- On the two-pointer, a foul on Anthony Bratton, his third. And at the line to shoot two will be Zach Tice. Hasn't been to the line, played sparingly so far tonight. First free throw up, and it rolls off the rim. No good. Robinson checks in, Roseberry out. Second free throw for Tice. Trying to finish it strong here are the Bearcats. Second free throw up, and it is good. First point of the ball game for Tice. He'll come out. Koski back in. Bearcats have not relinquished yet. They're still slapping on full court pressure. 41 seconds to go. Kersh to throw it in. And what do we got here? A whistle away from the basketball. And looks like Carney on the screen, shoves through Jake Techmeyer commits his fourth personal foul and so it will be Trey Meeks to shoot he is three of four at the line he has nine points set up the line to shoot two and the first one is good 60 points and 43 of those in the second half for Omaha West Side. 60 to 48, equaling the largest lead of the game for West Side. Second free throw now coming up for Meeks. And it is up and in. So Meeks knocks it down. Six in the quarter. 61-48. Bearcats get it to Coster, back out to the trailer. Roseberry, tie for three, just can't get one to go tonight. Rebound, Coster runs the long one down. Over to Tice, ball fake. One dribble, tries to lob it into the wing. Back to Roseberry, to Ryan. Zach, step back three, off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Bratton, and that should do it. Carney is going to step back and let Westside dribble out the clock here. And Westside, once they got Bratton back into the game of the third quarter, they're able to come away and get the win here on the road tonight at Kearney High. Omaha Westside, 61, and Carney High, 48. We'll be back with the new West postgame show right after this on KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com.
0: And, the old and
1: welcome back it's to high school basketball morning. here at Carney High. It is time now for we'll the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic tomorrow. Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And the second half belonged to Omaha Westside, outscoring Carney 44 to 24 and winning the basketball game 61 to 48. And We talked about it coming out of the half. Anthony Bratton was just Way too much to handle tonight for the Bearcats. And he poured in six in the second half. Bratton had 14 points and 10 rebounds. Played three minutes in the first half. Second half, 14 points and 10 rebounds. And he's just a junior. So the 6'6 junior gets the job done tonight to help Westside. Anthony Meeks ends up with 22. We'll give you all the numbers here in just a little bit. We remind you we're back here tomorrow night as they take on Lincoln High. Girls at 5'15". The boys at 7'. Then complete coverage of conference tournaments next week. Monday, we'll have the girls' quarterfinals of uh, the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. And we'll have one set right here on ESPN. That will be at Elm Creek. Loomis will play Amherst. And then Elm Creek will play the SCM Overton winner. And then on Classic Hits 98 9 Monday night at Axtell, Pleasanton girls play Wilcox Hildreth. And then Axtell will take on either Eustace Farnham or Elwood. Tuesday, the boys on ESPN. At Amherst, Loomis will play Wilcox-Hildreth. Amherst will play the Pleasanton-Eustis-Farnham winner. And Tuesday at Axtell, SEM and Elm Creek boys at 6. Axtell will play the Oberton-Elwood winner at 7.45. And then here on ESPN from the Viera Event Center next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the semifinals and finals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. And on Classic, it's 98.9 from Centura next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the semifinals and finals of the Leoplatte Conference Tournament. Sixty-one forty-eight 48 West Side. We'll look at the numbers right after this. Now let's take a look at the final numbers in our basketball game. We'll start with Omaha Westside. Westside only had five players score tonight, and that was because some of their big guns didn't get going to the second half. They only had 17 in the first half. Colin Kirsch, nine points, three rebounds, one block. Bennett Hellman had one rebound. Trey Meeks, 11 points, three rebounds. The leading scorer was Anthony Meeks, Jr. All from the field, he had 11 two-point buckets, 22 points, five rebounds. Alex Lindquist hit a three-point bucket, the only one that Westside made tonight. He had one rebound. And then Anthony Bratton, 16 points, 11 rebounds, one block shot. Without him, six rebounds in the first half. He had one of them. With him, 18 rebounds in the second half, and he had 10 of them. Free throw shooting, one of four in the first half, 14 of 19, excuse me, 13 of 15 in the second half. Three-point shooting. 0 of 3 in the first half, 1 of 2 in the second half, turnovers 4 in the first half, and 3 in the second half. Westside had 17 points at halftime, but exploded for 44 in the second half, 61 points, 24 rebounds, 14 out of 19 at the free throw line, including 13 of 14 in the fourth quarter. 1 of 5 from 3-point land, 2 blocks, 7 turnovers, and Omaha Westside wins their third straight to improve to 11 and 6, and they go home to take on Millard West Tuesday, and Lincoln Northstar on Friday. For Carney High, Zach Ryan, seven points, one rebound. Zach Tice, one point. Jake Techmeyer, four points, one rebound. Ryan Kosky, two points, three rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, five points, four rebounds. Ty Roseberry, two points, and a team high, six rebounds. And it was Cannon Coster getting... Uh, more than half of the point total tonight. He led all players with 27 points and 4 rebounds. 11 rebounds in the first half, 8 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 4 of 4 in the first half, 4 of 10 in the second half. 3-point shooting for Carney High. They were 2 of 8 in the first half, and in the second half, 2 of 4. Now, let me change that up. Uh, they were 4 of 14 in the second half. Turnovers, four in the first half and six in the second half. Carney was consistent, 24 points in each half, 48 points, 19 rebounds, eight out of 14 at the free throw line. They were six of 22 from three-point land, 10 turnovers, and the Bearcats dropped their second straight, and after that five-game winning streak are one and three in their last four without Austin Murray in the lineup, and they're now nine and six, and they'll take on a four and 12 Lincoln High team who did not play tonight. Lincoln High rolls in tomorrow night. Then it's off to Hastings, off to Grand Island, Papio South. None of those teams have winning records. So if they get healthy, and even if they just play strong with this group, they've got a chance to get some more wins in the column here. Maybe get all four. It'll be tough to win at the barn and Grand Island and Hastings, but they've got a chance to do that. We'll take a break, be back with more, and hopefully catch up with Coach Drake Moranick. Uh, he has not uh, come out, neither of the kids yet, so we'll uh, see if we can catch up with him right after this timeout. Let's take a look at some of the other scores from around the state of Nebraska uh, tonight for you. We will start with some of the girls' games that were played earlier tonight. Of course, here it was Kearney 60 and Omaha Westside 51. And uh, the uh, girls' site is down right now, so we apologize for that. So let's just go and look at the boys' scores. In the Southwest Conference, Ainsworth dominant tonight. 80 to 39 over Kozad and Gothenburg Beat Ogallala in the other boys semifinal 47 to 32. Aquinas beat Archbishop Bergen tonight 48 to 46. And Hastings St Cecilia beat Bishop Newman 60 to 57. No score yet on Scotus who is playing in the other semifinal. Also going on tonight Fullerton beats Spalding Academy 63 to 60. Other boys' scores of note. McCook beat Lexington 53-43. Medicine Valley over Alma 63-46. And Wilcox Hildworth boys beat Franklin 56-31. Also tonight, an easy win for the Centura boys over Ravenna. 57-21. The Centura girls were a winner. 45-44. The St. Cecilia girls lost to Newman by a score of 50-35. Tomorrow... It will be Hastings College at home against Mount Marty. UNK at home, 530 doubleheader against Fort Hayes State. The Fort Hayes women ranked seventh in the country. The Husker women will be at Rutgers at one. The Husker men will be at Purdue at 330. Looks like we might have a couple more scores that have just rolled in here. In the RPAC, in the boys tonight, Bertrand beat Cambridge 63-40. to 40. Southern Valley was a winner over Southwest sixty to forty six and Medicine Valley beat Alma sixty-three to forty six. Still waiting for the Bearcats to emerge from the locker room. We'll take one more break and be back after this on the New West postgame show.
4: The Aurora Cooperative Energy Division handles a full line of premium energy products for all of your agricultural, trucking, and automotive needs. This includes bulk fuel delivery of ethanol blended gasoline, as well as Ruby Fieldmaster premium diesel fuel. Call or stop in your nearest Aurora Cooperative today to order your bulk oil, bulk fuels, and stock up on tubes of grease as you begin preparation for spring fieldwork. For all of your farm's fuel and oil needs, the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities.
1: Sarah Care caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. The moment is just getting back into the ball game for the big fella, Anthony Bratton, getting eight points there in the third quarter and setting the tone for the second half. Bratton, 14 points and 10 rebounds in the second half are a Sarah Care Hospice moment of the game. And we're joined now by the head coach of the Carney Bearcats, Drake Baronic. And coach, uh, you got what you wanted in the first half, but that Bratton boy, he was hard to stop tonight.
3: He changed the game a little bit in the second half. And, uh, you know, we talk about it as a, as a team and how we got to go and, and attack teams' best players and uh, get them into foul trouble. We did a good job in the first half, and we got to get them in the second half. And, you know, there's a few costly things there, getting shallow as third. I'm not getting in subbing in time, and, um, you know, that kind of changed the landscape of the game. But um, we'll learn from it, and, uh, you know, we'll get better from here.
1: How were you uh, – obviously you were also going to try and probably go right at Bratton and maybe get a quick third in the third quarter, and it, did, it didn't look like there was there maybe a one attempt. He was good enough to make sure that didn't happen. Was that the case? Was, was it frustrating not being able to get the ball at him?
3: Yeah, and that's probably me as a coach. I'm gonna do need need to do a better job of getting them into some ISOs and, and getting us down there. But uh, you know, felt like we were calling a set player time down, and when people are bumping and, and things are, aren't going our way, um, at some point we have got to play through it, and I got to do a, a better job of letting our guys play through it. So, um, you know, we're just we're we're filling each other out. We're, we're still learning. I mean, we've only been together for what is it, 15 games now. So, um, they're a good basketball team. And we competed hard, and we had a lead early. And, uh, you know, it's just frustrating to let that slip so quickly in the second half.
1: You've had a couple home games here where obviously the comment with Austin not in there, and you can only coach who you got out there. But yep. it's, it was the wrong time, I guess, for him to be injured here because you've had a couple of athletic teams that not his scoring, but you could have used some height in there to, to help out to, against a big guy like Bratton and, and at least give him a little more problems inside.
3: Yeah, no question, and, uh, you know, Austin's a good competitor, and, um, you know, he's a pretty good leader for us, and uh, so to lose him is kind of full swing here, because uh, they just got full strength, and uh, we kind of go down one or two, or how many ever you want to count, so, but um, we talked about in the, in the locker room, we're not going to make excuses, we're going to play with who we have, we're going to compete with who we have, and guys are going to step up, and it's only going to make us stronger, so... Um, you know, we're being put in a position here to, uh, to see what some younger guys are made of and, and see what some guys can do stepping up off the bench. And, uh, you know, it'll only make us a better team down the, down the road, hopefully.
1: Well, what about the job of uh, Ken and Costa out there? The other team knows he's your offensive threat and he's still getting the job done. He's still averaging 18, 19 a game, and he gets 27 for
3: you tonight. Yeah, he's a tough guard. I mean, when he's uh, able to hit some threes and things like that, and guys around him are able to hit some threes and we can put some shooters out. Um, you know, we worked a lot this week on getting into some ISO stuff. So um, he's, he's, just a, he's got great balance. Uh, you can't stop him at the rim unless you pull him down. And, um, but, again, he, he still has a lot of room for growth. And if he's if, if I'm him, and I'm super excited that I have that opportunity to get better, and I, you know, and we're, we keep coaching him, we're gonna keep coaching him, um, and uh, you know that second effort on the defensive end of the floor, third effort, fourth effort, we still got to get out of him, and uh, we're going to, and when we do that, uh, we're gonna be a really good team.
1: What do you in the last minute here with Drake Bronic, Kearney High Boys Basketball Coach, what do you do with a a kid like uh, Scala and? Starting with Robinson, uh, you you want them to be great right away. Uh, how do you kind of, as a coach Just and your staff over there, say, hey, remind me that we gotta we gotta do this and this with them. What do you what is this and this now that they've got some playing time that tomorrow against Lincoln High, if it goes well, and maybe they get a lot of playing time. Right. What do you want from them?
3: <coughs> well, what would have been nice is if these games were flipped. Yeah. Um, to be able to get some guys in some. I mean, we. Mm-hmm. We know we're playing a big, big, tall team, and we got to bump some guys up and, and do some different things. And I asked those guys to be put in a pretty tough situation, and for the most part, they kind of answered the bell a little bit and did okay. They didn't back down—that's no. for sure. So, um, you know, we just got to be patient with them, uh, continue to love on them, and, and just talk to them and, and teach them. And, and uh, you know, our staff's really good at that. And uh, you know, we've got some promise there, so we just need to continue to be patient and keep coaching.
1: Last question: yep. Link- Lincoln High tomorrow. Uh, They were very athletic and beat Kearney last year. They lost a lot of those kids. What are your concerns tomorrow?
3: They play harder than maybe anybody we've seen on film so far. I mean, they fly around and they play hard. Now, they're not playing that well at times record-wise and things like that, but uh, they fly around and they do some good things. If we allow them to hit some threes and, and, uh, you know, do that sort of thing, then then we could be in for a long night. But uh, we talked about it at, at the locker room that, You know, it's an opportunity. The best part about sports is always the next game, always the next night. And we've got a great opportunity tomorrow to come back and show what kind of team we are, what kind of backbone we have, and, uh, you know, what kind of resiliency we got. So I'm excited to see what we bring to the table
1: tomorrow. All right, some winnable games ahead of you, buddy. Drake, good luck. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Drake Bronick, head boys basketball coach of the Kearney Bearcats. They come up on the short end tonight of a 61-48 decision to the uh, Omaha Westside Warriors. Again, as we said, Kearney is home tomorrow against Lincoln High, and Westside is home Tuesday against Millard West. In the girls' game, Kearney, outstanding effort tonight, 60-51 to 51, over sixth-ranked Westside, 23 points, 9 rebounds, 3 blocks for Skylar Snyder, Lauren Spiker with 14, and Taylor Moran, outstanding defensively, 8 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 block shots. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified on fellowship, trained professionals, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is there to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our folks back at the studio taking care of business and our producers and engineers, Billy Thompson and Caleb Henry, this is Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. Carney wins the girls' game 60-51. to Westside wins the boys' game 61-48. Good night, everyone.